0: Now, can you tell me some of your girlfriends' names that you want? Uh, Tom, Tom, you have them? Yeah, I have all of them. Our... Obviously, those guys. This is who I have so far. My mom, my dad, Linda, West, Tiffany, Blake, Austin, Militia. Carol, Lindy, Ashley, Jolly, Jenny, Patrick, Lisa, Ken, Tom, Katie, Tom, Marla, Kristen, Sheena, Adam, Saucy, Bo, Erica, Jesse, Jeremy, Zach, Dave, Ben, Jenny, J.M., Ed, Eddie, Mikey, Peter, Michael, Lisa. This engagement party is going to cost more than the wedding. I have Sheena's mom on there, too. That's right.
1: Those were the names Brittany's inviting to the engagement party. Hi, everyone. I'm Danny Pellegrino. Welcome to Everything Iconic. We have to talk about this guest list because I found it bizarre. Now, if you listen back to some of the names, first of all, aside from there being 300 Michaels invited to Brittany and Jax's wedding, there's also someone named Militia. (laughs) Militia, not Melissa. Militia. Militia, like a military militia. I don't know. (laughs) Militia. There's a Jolly. Someone named Jolly. Who the fuck's named Jolly. Does anyone know anyone named Jolly? Jolly Saint Nick, I know, but that's not a name. That's just a description of Santa Claus. But Brittany's inviting someone named Jolly to her engagement party. She's got someone on there named Jam. Not Jan, Jam. I heard an M. I heard an M as in Mary, but I did not hear a Mary, but I did hear a jam. There's a lot of a lot happening on that guest list. Sheena's mom's invited. Inexplicably, Sheena's mom is going to this engagement party. Now, I'm not saying that Sheena's mom shouldn't be welcome, but it seems odd to me that the other cast members, like Billy Lee, are not invited to this event, but Sheena's mother's going to be there. I don't know. And I always thought names like Lala were weird. But, you know, Brittany, she was just reading off names here, and I was shocked. It was just some of them were just nouns. Some of them, again, Lala was not the weirdest name on the list because we had a militia. You know, but she was just she was going through those names like uh, she was, uh, you know, Lola, Majorie, Margaret, Nellie, Harry, Benjamin, Lawrence, Archie, Martha, Caroline, Naomi, Rebecca, Bridge, Brad, Tunnel, Irene, Jean, Frida, Sophia, Esther, David, Ag- Andrew, Henry, Fred, Edmund, Fred, Michael, Fred, Curtis, Fred. <laughs> I mean, that list was insane. I don't know if there were that many Freds on it, but there were definitely a lot of Michaels. I heard about 300 Michaels, a bunch of Petes. I heard a Peter, a few Lisas, more than one Lisa. I didn't know they knew so many Lisas. But I felt like this was a transitional week, right? Like, it was them getting out of Mexico. We didn't have a whole lot, I didn't think. But, you know, look, we had to get them back on the mainland. We had to get them back in, back in their area of Sur. And so we did that. You know, last week was such a thrilling episode with all the drinking and debauchery. You know, Ariana was so drunk. We didn't really get to talk about that because Ariana was on the show. But Ariana's drunkenness last week was just five-star entertainment. Could have watched it forever. Loved it. Loved it. We also last week had that Lala panic attack. We had all of us on the edge of our seat worrying about Britney's ulcer. She made it. She survived Mexico. And I, for one, am shocked. We'll get to that. And then we had that Bo and Stasi fight last week. Which I just want to say, I didn't get to talk about this last week, but Bo saying that he felt battered was a red flag to me. It was a red flag to me because I felt like that's something that Tom, do you remember what Tom said about the other time? He said, he's a battered wife, look at him. And so with hearing Bo say it when he was a little bit tipsy and the cameras were on him, it just felt a little weird to me. It felt like, oh, are are you doing a bit? Are you doing a callback? Which is fine. But doing it through tears, I don't know. It felt a little odd to me. But, you know, what do I know? Anyway, before I get into this week's episode, I do want to say a couple things. First of all, I want to mention Drop Dead Gorgeous. Now, this has been haunting me because Drop Dead Gorgeous, I did a pop dive on it. You know, it's one of my favorite movies. And throughout the episode of my show, the pop dive that I did, I was trying to figure out why it's not available on streaming and couldn't find any answers. People had reached out to me, and we were trying to get it on streaming. Then somebody who had a connection to WB Distribution reached out and said, Drop Dead Gorgeous, we did it. Uh, Apparently, they didn't know that there was such a demand for it, and I had heard that, you know, I don't want to take too much credit, but I had heard because of the podcast, we were going to get it on streaming, right? Hulu was going to do it. So then I had been told that I could officially announce it. They said, you know, go ahead and announce it. I had been waiting. Meanwhile, I'd heard that earlier. And then they said, wait until we get the confirmation, then you can announce it. So then I got confirmation that I could announce it. I put up on all my social medias. I said, we did it. (laughs) Like, we did it. So excited. I was thrilled. And then literally, like, 24 hours later, it was like, you know, red alert. (laughs) There was like a red alert, you know, in my home. And I was told then all of a sudden, like, oh, Hulu shifted the date. And they would let me know when the new date was. And again, this was after I had got confirmation that I could officially announce it. So then they had told me it is still coming to Hulu, but it's it wasn't coming April 1st like I was originally told. And I, of course, was devastated. I put everywhere on my social medias, on my stories, on my Twitter, all of it. I took down the original posts because I didn't want to mislead anyone. And then for the past, I don't know, week or so, I've just been getting so many messages of just people yelling at me about dropped Dead Gorgeous, and I've been, been cyber-bullied about it. And look, I am so sorry. I, again, this was no April Fool's joke. I was told that I could announce it, and here we are. And, and they did tell me that I would be able to announce the new date, and now, you know, I just feel terrible. But I was informed that it is for sure coming. And I wasn't going to mention it because I just wanted to be done with it. But I've just gotten so many messages and a lot of very angry messages. Not fun. It's been a rough week. And there's been some other things going on. And I, I'm i not saying this for sympathy, but I had two friends um, that I hadn't seen in a while passed away this past week. And so it's just been, I've been on the brim, you guys, and I'm still on the tail end of my cleanse. So uh, let's just say I've been on the brim, but we're at the tail end of the cleanse. I'm going to have a Kit Kat tomorrow. Also, very excited about that. But that's not what this is about. The point is, we got to have some fun. And oh, I should also say that I was on the brim because Kathy Lee and Hoda ended. I've been devastated. And I know you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about Kathy Lee, <laughs> her last day, but she ended her run. Kathy Lee and Hoda is no more. Kathy Lee has moved on. And it's been a tough week. It was her last week. Her final show was very bizarre to me. I don't know if any of you guys watched it. It was in that. Uh, Megan Kelly studio, you know that big studio they used to do her show in, which felt weird because Kathleen Hoda is so intimate normally, and so it felt weird to be in that big studio. They had Flo Rida open the show, which was bizarre, and then <laughs> I was laughing so, so hard, you guys, because at the end of that final episode, the Friday show, I posted this on my Instagram story, I don't know if you caught it, but it was hysterical. Like, and Hoda were on that big-ass stage, and the audience was huge. In the last fifteen minutes, was just Kathy Lee and Hoda calling people to stage.
0: Come on up, y'all! Grab a champagne. Come, <speaking> up. Up. A sh- and, come on up, grab a champagne. Come on, grab come, come, come on, come on, over, everybody. Come here, Jenna. Get up here. Come, come on, Dylan. Only for a champagne. Get used to this. Come on, everybody. <laughs> come, <laughs> on. come on, come and on. And jo- Joanne, jo- Joanne, Joanne, come on. Joanne, 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 Amy, come on, come on, come on, come on. And, Christine. yes, Christine. Christine, come on, come, come, up. Here. come on, just come anybody on, anybody that's, Jim Bell, Noah. Noah, please, Noah, Noah, come on, all right, it's 30 seconds, Cam. I have 30 seconds, 30
1: seconds. <laughs> it was so funny, it was just like,
0: <laughs> Amy, Amy, get up here, Amy, Joanne, Joanne, Nathan, get up here, Amy, what are you doing, Amy? Get up here. Amy! 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 <laughs> just,
1: literally 15. Kathy Lee's been on there for 11 years over on NBC. And the last 15 minutes of her. <laughs> her last 15 minutes of morning show is just Hoda yelling at Joanne in the audience to get on the fucking stage. And I'm not kidding you. I could have watched three hours more.
0: Joanne! Joanne! Get on. Get up here! <laughs>
1: Oh, you guys, it was great TV. Five-star entertainment. I loved it. And it was the way that they were meant to go out. Honestly, like, that's, it was a perfect ending for Lee. She eventually had, like, 15 seconds at the end of the show to say something. And they basically had to, like, cut her off to go to commercial because they ran out of time after spending so long just inviting people to the stage. <laughs>
0: come on! Come on! Joanne, Joanne! Joanne! Come on! Joanne! 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 Amy! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Joanne! Amy, Amy,
1: <laughs> they were just like yelling out names, just like Brittany was on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, but it gave me a good laugh, a good laugh. You know, it took me out of my Mexicoma. I was in a little bit of that Mexicoma all week. You know, I always say a Mexicoma is when you're in a funk, just like uh, Carrie was at sex and the sex in the city movie after big, you know, did not show up to their wedding on time. And Carrie got in that Mexicoma. I was in a bit of a Mexicoma, and you just need, you just need something to snap you out of it. And I really snapped out of it when I saw it. Kathy Lee and Hoda just inviting those goddamn people onto stage. Wow. Wow, Bethany. Wow, what entertainment. I'm gonna miss her. God bless you, Kathy Lee. Anyway, let's get to this episode. We open with a brand new transitional song, an offensive one, if I, if you will. It was just <laughs> speaking of Mexicomas, this was offensive to me. It was just the transitional music was "Ven conmigo, ven conmigo, ven conmigo, ven conmigo," just a million times. Which "Ven conmigo" means "come with me," but there was no other lyrics. It was just like "Ven conmigo," and it got me thinking about Christina Aguilera because you know she had that song "Come on Over," and do you remember the Spanish version she filmed? It was like "Ven conmigo, ven conmigo, baby." You remember that? Did I hit the note? I think I feel. I feel like I just hit that note. I hit it.
0: Amy! (laughs) Sorry. I'm
1: going to do that throughout the whole episode. I apologize. Um, (laughs) Please don't write me that you hate it. (laughs) Anyway, ven conmigo, ven conmigo, ven conmigo. And then it was like, and we're in Mexico. Open on Sheena. We opened on Sheena and Lala drinking at at an infinity pool. And it looked beautiful. We were having pineapple mimosas, which still confused me a little bit because I'm a little unclear with Lala's sobriety because she'd said it on the show and then she stopped being sober. But then in real time, she was saying she was an alcoholic. So it was a little, you know, I, I, she's on a journey and we're I guess we're on that journey with her and I wish her well. We're also on that journey with that Al Pacino movie. Do you guys follow Lala on Instagram? She is uh, posting about that movie. She just wrapped filming with Al Pacino where she plays maybe Al Pacino's lawyer and possibly the 1920s, unclear, but she did wrap filming and I'm very excited for it to come out. I'll be there opening night or as soon as it premieres on On Demand or wherever it premieres. I don't know. I'll probably be like on the back of a Fruity Pebbles box or something. I don't know where it's going to premiere. The point is I'll be watching it wherever I got to get it. Or we're going to view it, whether it be a website. I don't know. I feel like it could premiere on bravotv.com for all we know. I'm not sure. But I will be watching it. I'll be paying for it if I have to pay for it. Whatever new service I have to get, whether it's, you know, the Disney, the new Disney service. Maybe it'll premiere on there. Maybe it'll be on Hulu, Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Very excited. Maybe KitKat will come out with a new streaming service and it'll premiere there. We're not sure. But I will be watching. Anyway, we then conmigo down over to Sheena and Lala drinking in that infinity pool. They talk about how Kristen was so great on this trip. Then they flashed to Kristen. Kristen got a lot of good editing this episode. They kept flashing back to her being nice and fun. And at one point she was taking a selfie of her vag with clothes on. Not sure it was for Carter, but it seemed a little bizarre, but loved seeing it. And then we see her dancing. She kind of did this weird dance in a flashback. But the point is everyone loved Kristen on this trip. And then Lala talked a bit about more, a bit more about her anxiety, which I empathize about. You know, anxiety hits you whenever. But last week, wasn't it funny when we didn't get to talk about this? But when they were, Lala was having a panic attack on that bus, and they had said they sang "Her Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. (laughs) I love these people, love them, love them, love them. Then we cut to Stassi and Bo. Bo has eczema from his fights with Stassi, I guess not sure how that adds up, but it happened. And then they make up. I was really unfocused during this scene because I thought Stassi's eyes looked amazing. I don't know if it was the Mexican sun or what it was, but I thought her face looked gorgeous, didn't it? I was very distracted, but they make up. Again, I have my doubts about this beau. I know everyone's thinking he's the best guy, best thing since sliced bread, but like Meryl Streep in the movie Doubt, I have my doubts. I do. I do. Maybe I'm the only one, but, you know. Heard it here first. <laughs> Heard it here first. Then we cut to Tom and Tom. They're at the bar. They're ordering half shots with Ariana. And in this scene, I was very distracted by Tom Sandoval. He had a shirt just halfway buttoned up. He had this little like hair swoop in the front. And I was very attracted to it. And just as I was really getting revved up, Tom Schwartz tar- started talking about his dick. And that ruined it all for me. It ruined it all. He says that Katie makes fun of his dick. We see a flashback of Katie making fun of his dick. Very emasculating. And apparently they don't have sex. Schwartz says he has a classic dick. Why isn't anyone having proper sex on this show? I I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it's troubling to me that Katie makes so much fun of Schwartz's dick. You know, it would be hard to have sex with someone who kept making fun of your dick. I don't know. But apparently Schwartz is gonna like schmooze her this night, the last night in uh in Mexico. Anyway, then we cut to Lisa at Pump, and in my notes I wanna say I wrote down in my notes, Lisa at Pump wearing the most ridiculous outfit I've ever seen her in. She was in a pink coat, pink hat, pink lips. She goes up to Adam, who's in the kitchen. She says, Why didn't you go, Adam? And he wasn't invited by production. That's the facts, and Lisa should have known that. <laughs> But I loved the power move of being like, why didn't you go on this trip? Because it really like it, it knocks Adam down a few pegs, and I was really uh, really loving that with LVP. And then Adam shows LVP the picture that Sheena sent him, that really sexy photo with the knives, which, <laughs> any time anyone takes a sexy photo with a knife, all I can think about is Lindsay Lohan and Vanessa Manillo, or now Vanessa, M- Mish- <laughs> Vanessa Lachey. Do you remember they took those sexy knife photos? you never seen them, please Google Lindsay Lohan, Vanessa Lachey knives, and you'll see them. But Sheena also took sexy knife photos, and Adam never responded. And LVP says, well, why didn't you ever respond, you know? And Adam says, you know, I'm not sure. He seems very uncertain about this relationship with Sheena. And then in my notes, I want to say that I wrote something new down, literally mid-scene, towards the end of this scene, I wrote... Lisa has never looked better. I switched on a dime. Like that. Like that. We opened the scene and I thought, she's never looked more ridiculous. Then by the end of the scene, I was like, she's never looked better. She looked stunning. Her makeup looked flawless. I don't know the colors. Maybe I just needed to adjust my eyes to them. But they really worked on her and I was really into it. Loved. I thought she never looked better. Truly. Then we cut to that group dinner in Mexico. Everyone looked beautiful. The dinner table looked beautiful. Lala was being anxious again. Everyone was holding her. I love that Lala's talking about anxiety, but I don't know. Everyone was just like petting her, which was an odd thing. I know it's that Temple Grandin thing. Remember I said a couple weeks ago, we need Temple Grandin to join, sir, because look it, we do need it because Temple Grandin has taught us that you sometimes need that hugging machine, right? Like you just need people to touch you. And Lala is sitting at this table and she's more anxious than ever. She needed a full blown hug. She either needed a hug machine or someone to hug her. And if Temple Grandin would have been there, she would have done it. But guess what? Temple Grandin's not part of this cast. So unfortunately, all Lala had on her side was Brittany petting her head. You know, it, we didn't we needed someone to hug her. Why was everyone just touching her? Somebody like touched her hand at one point. Give her a goddamn hug. Temple would have known that. If Temple was on this campus trip, she would have known to give Lala a hug. So I'm just saying Look, if things don't work out with Billy Lee or with Adam, let's get Temple Grandin in there. Temple could uh, be a bar back. I know she probably doesn't need the money, but they're not making tons of money anyway. I'm sure she'd like to join the cast of a hit TV show. Who wouldn't? You know, you you don't mean to tell me if they didn't go out with a large offer to Temple Grandin that she wouldn't take it. I I think she would. Even Claire Danes as Temple Grandin would take that job, right? Is Homeland over? I don't know if it's over yet, but it will be soon. If it's not, Homeland's not going to last forever, but Vanderpump Rules will. Let's get one of the two of them in there so they can give Lala a hug when she's anxious. That's what she needs. Anyway, Kristen's going by, uh, what is it, Mediposa, which is Butterfly. Adorable, love it. I love my Kristen this episode. She was funny. She also had a bruise on her nipple. I don't know how that got there. She said Carter, but... I don't know, that was weird to me. And then... We see that Ariana and Kristen made out, and we get a little bit more backstory. Ariana explained it on this show about what happened between her and Kristen, and I liked seeing it on air. We finally got like a little bit of a resolution this week. I still would like more because it's still abrupt. But you guys, I have a theory that, I don't know that this is true, and maybe this is giving my show too much credit, but I feel like the producers heard Ariana on this podcast and they were like, oh, we better edit in a scene of them making up because we needed to see it. I'm giving myself too much credit there, but (laughs) we did get a little scene. I feel like we were just talking about that last week. Then uh, everyone kind of breaks off after dinner. Brittany says, let's go get a drink. Let's go get a drink. She says, drink. And again, she's got an ulcer, full-blown ulcer. She was wasted. Did you guys see her and Jacks at the bar? She was hammered. She didn't just have one drink. Brittany was hammered with that ulcer. That ulcer was not going (laughs) to... That ulcer was knocking on the ceiling, being like, stop feeding me with alcohol. If that ulcer could talk, the things it would say, it would just be yelling, stop, (laughs) quit, enough. That ulcer would just be like, Taylor Armstrong, enough, enough. Anyway, they drank a little bit more. Everyone was drunk. Did you notice that they all sort of split up and they were all wasted? Sheena was wasted, and I was a little unclear with this conversation. It was Sheena and Ariana and Kristen. And I think Sheena said that she was jealous that Lala didn't want to make out with her. That's what I gathered. Maybe you heard differently, but I had heard Sheena being jealous that Lala wasn't making out with her. And that is amazing. And I get it too. I would be jealous too. If my friend made out with all of my other friends and not me, I'd be like, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? Then we see Lala with that baby bottle, and you guys. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think that bottle's a sham. I think it's all for show. I think it's to have a moment. And it was really funny last season when it happened. But now I'm on to it. And now I've had enough. Because now they're all using this baby bottle as a joke. And I'm not finding it funny because it's not, it's not organic. And I'm seeing through it. I'm seeing through it. We've seen it a bunch. And now I know that it's fake. So let's get a new bit here. Hey, that's the pessimistic side of me. I gotta turn it around. See, I'm being pessimistic about this. I don't mean to be. But enough with the baby bottle. Then we cut to Tom and Katie. Tom has all these snacks and champagne in bed. I didn't want to like this scene, but I loved it. And I don't know if it's because I was so hungry watching it because of this cleanse, but I was wet. I haven't eaten in weeks. Good food. And Tom had the best things. He had all sorts of treats on that bed. It looks so, so good. even hired the hotel violinist to come and play music when Katie arrives. Unfortunately, that violinist had to sit in that fucking bathroom, which I can only imagine what that bathroom smelled like. They all had the Montezuma's Revenge we heard at the end of the episode, so what do you think that bathroom smelled like when they shoved the violinist in there? I'm certain Tom and Katie's toilet room did not smell so great, and that poor violinist, who probably didn't even make that much money, how much could you make for one performance at night in a hotel room? And yet she had to go sit in that bathroom? Oh my god. I was yelling at the screen. I was Get her out of that bathroom. And that was before I even knew they all had the Montezuma's revenge. That poor gal. She didn't have, want to have to do that. Imagine sitting in any of the Vanderpump Rules cast members' bathrooms. I don't want to be in any of them. I don't want to look at it. I don't need to see that. <laughs> That's not appropriate. And the fact that they all had these stomach issues... Katie, I think, said later in the episode that she had diarrhea. So what do you think they had in Mexico? Certainly something was going on in that bathroom, and that poor violinist did not have to be a part of it. She is a classically trained woman. She does not deserve to be stuffed in in a shitter. Let's get her out of there. felt so bad for her. Anyway, it was cute, though. I didn't want to like that scene. Tom's signal for her to come out was a meow, and it was really funny when he just kept meowing. He's like,
0: meow, meow, meow.
1: I wish he. I wish he took the Kathy Lee and Hoda approach and was just like,
0: "Amy, Amy, <laughs> Joanne, get out here, Joanne."
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted to be annoyed by that whole scene, but it was adorable. And for a split second, when the violinist came out, I thought Tom and Katie were going to fuck in front of her. Did you guys think that too? I did. I did. It was amazing. How quickly, though, Katie's mood shifted. Did you catch this? Because she normally hates Tom so much, but it was like just a little sign of affection or some like some big romantic gesture. And she all of a sudden loved him so, so much. The mood shifts so drastically. And, I don't know. It's, interesting, it's weird. It's shifting too quickly. Then the next day... You guys, I couldn't believe we cut to the next day already. I felt like... This Mexican trip, Mexico trip was going to go on longer, and it seemed cut short to me. I couldn't believe we were already cutting to the next day. I thought, oh my god, we wasted a whole day of filming, because that was a full day on a cast trip that only lasted about 15 minutes in an episode. Now, did you guys catch that? Because we opened the episode on a new day, and 15 minutes later, we were already on another new day, and we didn't really get anything good. What did we get? Sheen and Lala in the pool, and that was it. And now we're already headed home. This next day is when they're heading home. What a full flop that day was. That previous day was just a flop. So again, we see, this is where we see a little bit more of that friendship between Kristen and Ariana. They were texting in the morning. We see Lala being stressed about flying commercial. I could not believe that they were already leaving. Could not believe it. And then we got that scene that was just 15 minutes of Brittany just naming people that were being invited to that party, that engagement party. Andrew, Henry, Fred, Edmund, Fred, Martin, <laughs> Iris, Willa, Olga, Blanche, Madeline. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of, she just literally everyone except for Billy Lee. Like the whole fucking, whole fucking world was invited to this engagement party except for Billy Lee. And then Jax's mom, not invited either, which was sort of surprising to me. I, w- I hope they make up. I want them to make up. I don't want to see anyone fighting with their mom. Moms are the most important people in the whole fucking world. So if any of you out there are feuding with your mothers, you fucking call them up, and you say, I'm sorry, and you make up. Okay? Listen to me. Listen to me now. (laughs) Listen to me now, (laughs) goddammit. This week, I lost two very young people. Not people that I was very close with, but I do want to say, two young people passed away this week. Very young. And... Life's too short you guys. Life's too short. I don't want to get too emotional here but life is so fleeting. It's not worth it to be fighting with people that love you or that you love. Especially someone like your parent. Uh, I don't know, or sibling if you're fighting with a sibling or best friend or parent. Please just remember life is so quick, you guys. Much like this trip to Mexico that this cast took. Life can be so so fast. And you just never you never know what can happen and and be kind to each other. I know that's what this, not what this is about, but be nice to each other. And I don't know. I think like everyone has uh, different struggles they're going through, and some people, I, you know, this one, uh, this one person that passed away. Uh, she, I always just remember she was always smiling, and I hadn't seen her in uh, years, but when I picture her in my head, I always. Um, picture her just with a big smile on her face, and unfortunately, uh, she passed away from suicide. And just never know what people are going through. And I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get um, I get emotional, but just never know what people are going through. And so, just be nice and be nice. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, Where are we? Where are we? Where are we with these motherfuckers? Okay, let's (laughs) excuse me. Let's get back. Um, uh, Then they fly back to L.A. and we cut to uh, James, Raquel, and Billy Lee at Vanderpump Dogs. More Vanderpump Dogs stuff, right? Like they're definitely pushing this as a spinoff show, right? Like we've seen a lot on Vanderpump or on uh, Real Housewives Beverly Hills. Uh, We're definitely someone's angling for a Vanderpump Dogs spinoff, and (laughs) once again, I don't need to see that. On Beverly Hills, it's very aggressive. Have you noticed? Like, those Johns are always mic'd. At least on Vanderpump Rules, we're just kind of dipping in and out. But James and Raquel are having a puppy party. And Raquel says, I want to invite Stassi. She's never verbally attacked me. That was her reason for inviting Stassi, was just that Stassi never verbally attacked her, so she might as well get on the guest list. <laughs> I loved it. It's much different than Brittany's guest list, which is just everyone except for Billy Lee. <laughs> then we cut to sir and the transitional music here i just want to i don't remember the beat of it but these were the lyrics have a little bit of this again 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 so good to have some and then we open on sir where jack's revealed he hasn't pooped in 4 days <laughs> So, the transitional music never fits with what we're what we're doing. She's like, "Have a little bit of this again, and again." So good to have some. And then Jack's just being like, "Haven't pooped in four days." <laughs> what? And then Lala, Jack's hasn't pooped. Lala can't stop pooping. And let me say, I went to Mexico a couple years back, and I got a manazuma's revenge, and it's no fun, no bueno. I got a worm. It wasn't even. It was like a worm. I got a worm. Is that what they call it? I went to- I had to go to the doctor, and it was. Great diet. I'll be honest. I like lost a lot of weight. And you gotta be careful anywhere you travel. I mean, no matter where it is that you travel, you have to be careful what you eat, you know? And not only because of, not necessarily because of like cleanliness or anything like that, but also because different places, different bodies, like if you grow, if you're in a different area of the world, your body adjusts. And our bodies are adjusted to where we live. So even when you go back to your home state, sometimes I'll go back to Ohio and it's like, the water tastes different to me. Or, you know, I'll notice my skin have breakouts or whatever. Because your body adjusts. Anyway, I don't know why I'm acting like a fucking doctor all of a sudden.
0: (laughs) Amy! (laughs) Joanne!
1: My neighbors are like, what's he just shouting Amy and Joanne for? Nathan! Um... (laughs) Then Tom reveals that he likes working at Sir, and if you guys caught the podcast with Ariana last week, he said he likes working at Sir because he makes money there, and he's not making anything at TomTom, which is interesting. I thought it was weird then that Lisa just fired him, but I get where Lisa was coming from, too. She's like, you gotta get out of here. Anyway, Raquel shows up to work, and she invites everyone to the puppy shower. Her voice was shaky. Raquel, I I get nervous for her. Do you guys get nervous when she's about to speak? Because she seems so scared. And again, I probably would be too if I was on camera and like, I know how these people all hate me. Like if I knew people hated me or hated my boyfriend, I would get shaky too. But she says, it's to celebrate Graham and welcome him into our family. It means a lot if you and Jax and Brittany would be there. It's very very shaky. <laughs> And Brittany didn't want to go. Brittany said flat out no. And Raquel said, I'm shocked that Brittany didn't want to go to a puppy party. (laughs) Look, Raquel, I get it. Let me just say, Raquel, I know we've been waiting for that star making turn from Raquel, and she's had some moments here and there. But I think it's coming at the reunion, because did you see what she shows up to in that reunion? She shows up in a very aggressive outfit, a very aggressive dress with like lots of layers. And I feel like it's a moment. She's looking for a moment, and I think she's going to get it. Because even though it might be the ugliest dress, I'm not saying it is, but if you look at all the looks from the reunion that they filmed last week, I think that Raquel's is the most outrageous. And I respect that, because it's like, even if it's boring, which I'm not saying the reunion's going to be boring, maybe it'll be thrilling, but even if it's boring, at least we have something crazy to look at. And that's what I need for my reality stars. I want them to dress fucking crazy, look nuts, so I have something to look at when it's boring on screen. That's one month for just $1 at Shopify.com slash Everything Iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash Everything Iconic. Look, the weather's getting warmer personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow knit activewear, and the best part, 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic. To get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash iconic. now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you, you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Then I wrote in my notes, this episode sucks. <laughs> it was kind of bland, right? It was a little bland. Look, I'm turning this mood around and I'm saying it's great, but it was a little bit bland, I thought. Lala showed up at work wearing, showing so much skin and the LVP said it was inappropriate. Then LVP and Billy Lee talk about a white party that Billy Lee's having. Billy Lee asks to take uh, have James doing the DJ work. She says that James brings good energy. LVP says no. Billy Lee storms off. LVP gets mad. And I appreciate that Billy Lee was doing some work here. I thought, you know what, Billy's trying to give us something. And she has the past few episodes. I am actually very impressed with Billy Lee's dramatic work. And I hope we get to see more of it. And I wish some of the other people would take note. I'd like Billy Lee's at least storming out of places, yelling. What are the other people doing? Earn that paycheck. Billy Lee's probably getting paid the less and doing the most. I need some of these other people to step it the fuck up. Okay, everyone's getting along too well. And I appreciate that they all like each other. But at some point, even if you're getting along with someone, I'm going to need to throw a drink or storm out of a party. That's what I need you people to do. You're on reality TV. This is what reality TV is. You don't want to do it, you know. I I don't need to see you on screen just naming people from your invite list, Brittany. Cough, Brittany. Cough. <laughs> Let's do some work, <laughs> Brittany. Brittany was upsetting too because she had so much that she could have been fighting over. Right, like when Raquel invited her to that party, Brittany could have thrown a temper tantrum. Right, she could have been on the brim. Let's see something. Let's see, she should have thrown a fit, stormed off or something, but instead, she's just kind of nice. And look, I appreciate that in real life, but on my reality TV, I'm going to need someone to storm off. So bravo, Billy Lee, thank you for doing something. Then we see Sheena and uh, Brittany. They are talking about Adam. we got to analyze this conversation for a minute. So Adam went to Sheena's immediately when Sheena got off that plane for sex. Then, apparently, Sheena tells us that he got a leg cramp. Sheena says his muscles went hard and his dick went soft. Do none of these men have working dicks? Do we... Has anyone seen one of them hard? I... Look, I know that's graphic and vulgar, but we need confirmation that these dicks work. I'm sorry, but it's a little bit shocking. And Adam's gorgeous. Maybe... Yeah, I don't know what it is. You know it happens. Everyone... Maybe he was stressed. It is what it is. I'm not... here. Who am I to judge? But I am saying that you know, maybe we should look into this. And maybe this is a bigger problem with society that I'm not aware of, but it feels like we need some answers as to why this is happening so much on Vanderpump Rules. Then we see, oh, we see a flashback, you guys. So Sheena says something about her engagement party, and we see a flashback to Tom Sandoval punching Jacks at Sheena's engagement. And I wrote my notes, that was a show. That was them putting on a show. That's what we need. Where's that energy? Where is it? Haven't seen it in a while. Jax and Tom Sandoval, literally in a fistfight. That was what we used to get on this show, and we haven't gotten that in a while, and I'm going to need some punches being thrown, something step up, or some new blood in here. Again, not just list enough names from your invite list. Need something else. Then we cut to Sheena and Billy Lee talking. Sheena says that Brittany and Jax didn't want her at the engagement party because Billy Lee reminds them of James. Billy Lee says, I've stuck up for you nonstop when they talk shit about you, Sheena, and you didn't stick up for me? Now, I appreciated this with Sheena because Sheena really stirred the pot here, and I thought that was good real TV work. Great, right work. I should also mention that Billy Lee had been doing some very aggressive hat work in the earlier scene at Vanderpump Dogs. That went, that did not go unnoticed. I don't think I mentioned it, but some very impressive and aggressive hat work by Billy Lee at the Vanderpump Dogs scene. But I did like that Sheena was trying to stir up the drama. And again, Billy Lee's trying to give us drama. Billy Lee then goes up to Britney and they had a conversation. Let me just say, this is a dynamic I need more. Britney and Billy Lee. I found it super compelling even though there weren't a lot of sparks during this conversation. I felt like I need to see more of them, put them on the road together. Put them, I don't put them in a buddy cop comedy, like I don't know, reboot the Simple Life with Billy Lee and Britney. Because I feel like these are uh, this is a du- duo that I would love to see more of. There was a little bit of a spark. There was a little bit of a spark between them, and I thought we need more of this. And then Brittany says in her confessions, "Whenever it comes to seventy five dollars a plate, I'm going to be strict with the invite list." Now it was funny to hear Brittany say that because again, I want to remind you all that she's inviting someone named militia, Jolly Jam, three hundred Michaels, and Sheena's mom. So I do understand. That $75 a plate for an engagement party, not a wedding, for an engagement party, is a lot of money. But I still feel like if we can invite whoever this Jolly is, (laughs) maybe it is Santa, maybe they sent Jolly St. Nick an invite, I don't know. But I feel like if we can invite Jolly, then we should be able to invite Billy Lee. That's my opinion. Billy Lee's in this cast. It seems rude to me to have someone named Militia there, or Jam, Jam, what's Jam's story? I know everyone's got a story. What's Jam's story? What's Jolly's story? What's Militia's story? Hmm. Or maybe not invite Sheena's mom. Are we really that close to Sheena's mom? I don't know. Hmm. Unclear. But I still feel like maybe Billy Lee should get the invite before Sheena's mom for the sake of the show. And Brittany says she doesn't want any starting drama there, and it's like, but the show is drama. I want some drama started there, so I don't need these people that aren't going to start drama. Jolly doesn't sound like someone who's going to start some drama. So you know what? Kick her off the list and put Billy Lee on there, because if Billy Lee's going to actually give us some fucking television entertainment, then we need her there. It's a fact. Heard it here first. (laughs) Then we cut to Raquel, who Raquel's giving out these flyers. She goes up to Stassi at TomTom. She gives out a flyer. She said, did you hear what they're doing at this party? She said they're going to play Pin the Tail on the Puppy. This is a weird party. Even Stassi says, like, I'd rather, you know, be anywhere else. And Stassi just straight up says to Raquel's face, I have to decline. <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> Which I love. I love just saying in someone's face, I'm not going to come. I'm not interested. <laughs> she didn't even make up any excuse. She's like, I'm not going. Nope. N-O, not available. Not going to be there. Nope. Then, you know, poor Raquel. Or Raquel Stass even made a Charles Manson reference and Raquel's like,
0: I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who that is.
1: And then later in the car she told James, she's like,
0: Who's Charles Manson?
1: <laughs> then we see uh Lisa fires Tom Sandoval. Then we it's revealed that Tom Schwartz, his check bounced. Which is weird. Like she didn't LVP didn't cash the check for like a year or two, but then she did try to cash it, and Tom Sandoval, or Tom Schwartz's check bounced. The way that Lisa treats these two is like children. It's very weird to me. They're in their late thirties, mid to late thirties. They're supposedly co-owners, and I I like the idea of mentorship, but. It's like they're children, and I don't know where the blame I don't know if I don't know that it's necessarily her fault because their checks are bouncing, so maybe it, Tom Schwartz needs that, but it's a very weird dynamic, and I don't feel like it bodes well. I think here's what, okay, so Tom Schwartz comes off as this as this playful you know what do I always say the playful um <laughs> what's the word I'm looking le- <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know this. Playful Lothario, or I don't know. You know what I'm saying. Scrat or scramp. (laughs) That's not a word. But Tom Schwartz comes off as real young and youthful and playful. And it's fun and cute for the show for a little bit. But now it's been so many seasons and you're still coming off as this playful little idiot. And, you know, it can only last so long. Only lasts so long. So I don't know. Find it a little bit embarrassing. Ken was creeping on in the background. Just creep Did you notice that? He's just creeping behind, looking for his camera. <laughs> I did not like it. Then <laughs> we see James and Raquel in their in James's car. James was listening to Top Man, which I love that song. It's a good song. And then Raquel tells James that no one wants to come, and that's when she asks,
0: Who's Charles Manson?
1: I hope she Googled it after this episode. But that's it. That's the show. That was the episode. Next week, we get more of Jackson-Brittany in therapy. We get some sort of spirit guide. And then Tom brings cash to Lisa Vanderpump for finally giving her that money. And her face in the preview looks so funny when she sees that cash. (laughs) She's like, whoa, what are you doing? Um, So that's the episode. It was, again, a transitional episode. Wasn't a whole lot there. But I want to say, if you guys haven't listened to my interview with Ariana, please go check it out. Because I felt like she gives so much good juicy scoop and good gossip. And she was so honest and open about everything with the show. And I love chatting with her, and I think she really, like, said some things, and we got so much great stuff out of her. And, and we talked about Britney Spears, and, and speaking of Britney Spears, I'd also encourage everyone to listen to the Willa Ford interview. Uh, even if you maybe don't know her song or don't know who she is, she had a, a sort of hit song back in the early 2000s, and... She dated Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. And we talked so much about early aughts pop music and what was so interesting and I found so compelling. And I don't know if some of you who listen maybe felt the same way, but she was one of the few people who had like a a front row seat to all of this stuff going on. And it was a very shady industry at the time. And some of her stories and and what she has seen, both I found very compelling and also kind of sad, like some of the stuff that she... uh, maybe probably had to see and i think i found her so interesting and so wonderfully open and and i think anyone who's a fan of pop music or pop culture of that time i think go listen to it because i found her so even more so i had high expectations but i found her so like wonderful and and very very interesting about that whole time period so I encourage you all to listen to that and uh what else Um, that's all. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. I'm on Cameo. If you want a Cameo, a lot of you guys have been uh, getting Cameos. It's cameo.com slash Danny Pellegrino. And that's, if you want a little video shout out, I can send those to you. And if you want to support this podcast and get access to the bonus episodes, Head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click become a patron for $4 more per month. You get access to all the bonus episodes. A couple of people have reached out that they're having trouble getting them to play. I sent in some troubleshooting to the Patreon team. Uh, it's not everyone, and I checked it on my end. It's working on my end, but I don't know if it's where people are listening to or what. I'm not tech savvy, I'm dumb when it comes to that stuff. But um, if you just email me, I will send you the direct files if for some reason you can't get them to play. And then in the meantime, hopefully I'll have some answers from Patreon. But there's a Morocco Rony episode recap up there. There's Scary Island recaps. There's all sorts of random fun recaps over there. So thank you to all of you that are over there. More importantly, the money truly just helps to make this podcast. You know, we've been doing about two to three episodes a week. So it's so, I'm so grateful to everyone on Patreon because without their support, I would not be able to make this show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you all so much for listening. Let's do a little cool down. So let's take a deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Take another deep breath in. Hold it. Now, I want you to think of your parents. We saw Jax isn't talking to his mom. Breathe out. So if your parents are still around, I just want to encourage you to reach out. Send them some love, a text, a call, an email. And if your parents aren't around, just reach out to someone else in your life that you love and that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. I know we do this one a lot too, but I just encourage you all to reach out to a loved one and tell them you love them. I love you all so much for listening. Bye-bye.